Welcome to your nightly story. The name of today's tale is for his kindness, the dragon taught the squire the dragon song. Chapter 1 The sun had just begun to rise over the rolling hills of the kingdom, casting a warm glow over the dewy grass. In the distance, the sound of horses' hoofs could be heard as a group of knights rode towards the castle. Among them was a young squire named Thomas, eager to prove himself to his mentor, Sir William. As they approached the castle gates, a loud roar echoed through the air, causing the horses to rear up in fear. Thomas looked up to see a massive dragon perched atop the castle walls, its scales shimmering in the morning light. Sir William quickly ordered his men to retreat, but Thomas couldn't help but feel drawn to the dragon. He approached it slowly, holding out his hand in a gesture of peace. To his surprise, the dragon didn't attack. Instead, it spoke to him in a deep, rumbling voice. You have a kind heart, young squire. For that, I will teach you a song that will make you irresistible to the ladies. Thomas was skeptical, but he couldn't deny the allure of such a gift. He listened intently as the dragon sang the dragon song, its melody weaving a spell of enchantment around him. In hindsight, Thomas should have been more cautious. He should have known that the dragon's definition of ladies might not match his own. But in that moment, all he could think about was the power of the song and the possibilities it held. Little did he know, this encounter with the dragon was just the beginning of a journey that would test his courage, his loyalty, and his very sense of self. Chapter 2 Thomas couldn't wait to try out the dragon song. He rode back to the castle with Sir William and the other knights, his mind racing with possibilities. He imagined himself singing the song to the beautiful Lady Isabella, who had always been kind to him despite his lowly status as a squire. As they entered the castle gates, Thomas couldn't help but feel a sense of excitement. He looked around, hoping to catch a glimpse of Lady Isabella, but she was nowhere to be seen. Instead, he saw a group of serving girls gathered around a well, laughing and gossiping. Thomas felt a pang of disappointment. These were not the ladies he had in mind when he learned the dragon song. But then he remembered the dragon's words, ladies could mean many things. He took a deep breath and began to sing. The serving girls turned to look at him, their eyes widening in surprise. Thomas felt a surge of confidence as he continued to sing, his voice growing stronger with each passing moment. To his amazement, the girls began to giggle and blush, their eyes fixed on him. Thomas felt a rush of exhilaration. This was the power of the dragon song. But as he finished the song, he noticed something strange. The girls were not just blushing and giggling. They were staring at him with a hunger that made him feel uncomfortable. Suddenly, Thomas realized that he had made a terrible mistake. The dragon song was not a gift, but a curse. He had been tricked by the dragon, and now he was in danger. He tried to back away, but the girls closed in on him, their hands reaching out to touch him. Thomas felt a surge of fear as he realized that he was trapped. He had no choice but to fight his way out. With a cry of defiance, 
Thomas drew his sword and charged towards the girls. He fought with all his might, his heart pounding in his chest. It was a fierce battle, but in the end, Thomas emerged victorious. Breathless and shaken, he looked around at the chaos he had caused. The serving girls lay scattered around him, their eyes closed in unconsciousness. Thomas felt a surge of guilt and shame. He had let his desire for power and glory blind him to the consequences of his actions. As he walked away from the well, Thomas knew that he had learned a valuable lesson. The dragon song was not a gift, but a curse. And he would never forget the price he had paid for his foolishness. Chapter 3 Thomas walked through the castle halls, his mind still reeling from the events of the morning. He couldn't shake the feeling of guilt that weighed heavily on his heart. He had always dreamed of becoming a knight, but now he wondered if he was truly worthy of such an honor. As he passed by the training grounds, he saw Sir William sparring with another knight. Thomas hesitated for a moment, unsure if he should approach his mentor. But then he remembered the lessons Sir William had taught him about bravery and honor. He took a deep breath and walked over to the training grounds. Sir William, he said, bowing respectfully. May I speak with you? Sir William paused in his sparring and turned to face Thomas. Of course, my boy. What's on your mind? Thomas hesitated for a moment, unsure of how to begin. But then he took a deep breath and told Sir William everything that had happened that morning. He told him about the dragon song and how he had used it to try and impress the serving girls. He told him about the chaos that had ensued and the guilt he felt for his actions. Sir William listened patiently, his expression grave. When Thomas had finished, he placed a hand on his shoulder. You have learned a hard lesson, my boy, he said. But it is a lesson that every knight must learn. Power and glory are not the true measure of a man's worth. It is his courage, his honor, and his compassion that make him a true knight. Thomas nodded, his eyes downcast. He knew that Sir William was right. He had been so focused on his own desires that he had forgotten the values that truly mattered. But what can I do now? He asked. How can I make amends for what I've done? Sir William smiled. You can start by apologizing to those you have wronged. And then you can work to become the kind of knight that embodies the virtues of courage, honor, and compassion. It won't be easy but it is the path that every true knight must follow. Thomas nodded, feeling a sense of determination growing within him. He knew that he had a long way to go, but he was ready to begin the journey. As he walked away from the training grounds, Thomas felt a sense of hope. He knew that he had made a mistake, but he also knew that he had the strength and the courage to make things right. And with Sir William by his side, he knew that he could become the kind of knight that he had always dreamed of being. Chapter 4 As Thomas walked through the castle halls, he couldn't help but feel a sense of purpose. He had a plan to make amends for his actions and become the kind of knight that Sir William had taught him to be. 
He approached the serving girl's quarters, feeling nervous but determined. He knocked on the door, and after a moment, it was opened by a young girl with a bruise on her cheek. Thomas felt a pang of guilt as he realized that he had been the one to cause the injury. I'm sorry, he said, bowing his head. I know that I hurt you and the others. I want to make things right. The girl looked at him skeptically, but then she nodded. Come in, she said, stepping aside to let him pass. Thomas entered the room, feeling awkward and out of place. The other girls looked at him warily, their eyes filled with suspicion. I know that I was wrong to use the dragon song on you, Thomas said, his voice low. I was foolish and selfish, and I'm sorry for what I did. The girls looked at him for a moment, and then one of them spoke up. You can't just say you're sorry and expect us to forgive you, she said. You hurt us, and we don't know if we can trust you. Thomas nodded, feeling the weight of their words. I understand, he said. But I want to make it up to you. I'll do whatever it takes to earn your forgiveness. The girls looked at each other, and then one of them spoke up. There is something you can do, she said. The castle walls are in need of repair, and we've been tasked with doing the work. If you help us, we might be able to forgive you. Thomas nodded eagerly. I'll do it, he said. Anything to make things right. And so, for the next few days, Thomas worked alongside the serving girls, repairing the castle walls. It was hard work, but he didn't mind. He was grateful for the chance to make amends for his actions and prove himself to be a true knight. As he worked, he couldn't help but think about the dragon song. He knew now that it was a curse, not a gift. But he also knew that he had the power to choose how he used it. He could use it to manipulate and control others, or he could use it to bring joy and happiness. When the work was finally done, Thomas stood back and looked at the walls with pride. They were strong and sturdy, a testament to his hard work and dedication. As he walked away from the castle walls, Thomas felt a sense of peace. He knew that he still had much to learn, but he was on the right path. He was becoming the kind of knight that he had always dreamed of being, and he knew that Sir William would be proud. Chapter 5 Thomas sat in the castle courtyard, watching the knights as they trained. He had been working hard to improve his own skills, but he couldn't help feeling a sense of envy as he watched the other knights effortlessly wield their swords and lances. As he watched, he noticed a group of knights approaching. They were led by Sir Richard, a renowned knight from a neighboring kingdom. Thomas had heard stories about Sir Richard's prowess in battle, and he couldn't help feeling intimidated by his presence. Sir Richard approached Thomas, his eyes scanning him up and down. You're the squire who caused all that trouble with the serving girls, aren't you? He said, his voice cold. Thomas felt a surge of shame as he remembered his past mistakes. Yes, sir, he said, bowing his head. Sir Richard snorted. You're not fit to be a knight, he said. 
You lack the courage and the honor that are required for such a title. Thomas felt a surge of anger at Sir Richard's words. He knew that he had made mistakes in the past, but he was determined to prove himself worthy of the title of knight. I may not be a knight yet, sir, he said, his voice steady. But I am working hard to become one. And I will not let my past mistakes define me. Sir Richard laughed. Words are easy, boy, he said. But actions speak louder than words. If you want to prove yourself, then you must face me in battle. Thomas felt a surge of fear at the thought of facing Sir Richard in battle. But he knew that he couldn't back down. He drew his sword and stepped forward, ready to face his opponent. The two knights circled each other, their swords clashing as they exchanged blows. Thomas fought with all his might, his heart pounding in his chest. He knew that he was outmatched, but he refused to give up. As the battle raged on, Thomas felt a surge of energy. He remembered the lessons that Sir William had taught him about courage and honor. He fought not just for himself, but for the ideals that he believed in. In the end, it was a close battle. But Thomas emerged victorious, his sword at Sir Richard's throat. Sir Richard looked up at him, his eyes filled with respect. You have proven yourself, young squire, he said. You have the courage and the honor that are required of a true knight. Thomas felt a surge of pride as he sheathed his sword. He had faced his fears and emerged victorious. He knew that he still had much to learn, but he was on the right path. As he walked away from the courtyard, Thomas felt a sense of purpose. He knew that he was becoming the kind of knight that he had always dreamed of being. And he knew that he had the strength and the courage to face whatever challenges lay ahead. Chapter 6 As Thomas walked through the castle halls, he couldn't help but feel a sense of pride. He had proven himself to Sir Richard and the other knights, and he knew that he was one step closer to becoming a true knight. But as he turned a corner, he saw something that made his heart sink. Lady Isabella was walking towards him, her eyes downcast and her shoulders slumped. Thomas approached her cautiously, unsure of what to say. Lady Isabella had always been kind to him, but he knew that she was also the object of his unrequited affection. Lady Isabella, he said, bowing respectfully. Is everything all right? Lady Isabella looked up at him, her eyes filled with tears. No, Thomas, she said, her voice trembling. Everything is not all right. My father has fallen ill, and the healers say that there is nothing they can do. Thomas felt a surge of sympathy for Lady Isabella. He knew how much she loved her father, and he couldn't imagine the pain she must be feeling. Is there anything I can do to help? He asked. Lady Isabella shook her head. No, Thomas, she said. But thank you for your kindness. As she walked away, Thomas felt a sense of helplessness. He wanted to do something to ease Lady Isabella's pain, but he didn't know what he could do. He wandered through the castle halls, lost in thought. 
As he passed by the chapel, he heard the sound of singing. He paused for a moment, listening to the beautiful melody. Without thinking, he walked into the chapel and sat down in a pew. The singing was coming from a group of monks who were gathered around an altar. Thomas felt a sense of peace wash over him as he listened to the monks' voices. He closed his eyes and let the music wash over him, feeling a sense of comfort and solace. As the singing came to an end, Thomas opened his eyes and looked up at the altar. He saw a statue of a knight, his sword raised in triumph. Thomas felt a surge of inspiration as he looked at the statue. He knew what he had to do. He approached the altar and knelt down, bowing his head in prayer. He prayed for Lady Isabella's father and for all those who were suffering. He prayed for strength and courage and for the wisdom to know the right path. As he rose to his feet, Thomas felt a sense of purpose. He knew that he had a duty to help those in need and he was ready to fulfill that duty. He walked out of the chapel, feeling a sense of determination. He didn't know what the future held, but he knew that he was ready to face it. He was becoming the kind of knight that he had always dreamed of being, and he knew that he had the strength and the courage to face whatever challenges lay ahead. Chapter 7 Thomas walked through the castle gates, his heart heavy with grief. Lady Isabella's father had passed away, and the entire kingdom was in mourning. As he walked through the castle halls, he saw the servants and knights gathered in small groups, whispering and weeping. He knew that he should join them, but he couldn't bring himself to do it. He felt a sense of guilt and shame, knowing that he had not done enough to help Lady Isabella in her time of need. He walked through the castle gardens, lost in thought. He remembered the lessons that Sir William had taught him about compassion and empathy. He knew that he had to do something to help Lady Isabella, to ease her pain and show her that she was not alone. As he walked, he saw a group of children playing in a nearby field. They were laughing and chasing each other, their faces filled with joy. Thomas felt a surge of inspiration. He knew what he had to do. He approached the children, his heart pounding in his chest. Excuse me, he said, his voice shaking. Would you like to help me with something? The children looked up at him, their eyes wide with curiosity. What do you need help with? One of them asked. Thomas smiled. I need your help to make something for Lady Isabella, he said. Something to show her that we care about her and that she is not alone. The children nodded eagerly, their faces lighting up with excitement. Thomas led them to a nearby garden where they gathered flowers and herbs. They worked together, weaving them into a beautiful wreath. As they worked, Thomas told the children about Lady Isabella and her father. He told them about the pain and the grief that she was feeling and how much she needed their love and support. The children listened intently, their faces filled with compassion. When the wreath was finished, they all held hands and said a prayer for Lady Isabella and her family. Thomas took the wreath and walked towards Lady Isabella's chambers. He knocked on the door, his heart pounding in his chest. Lady Isabella opened the door, 
her eyes red from crying. When she saw the wreath, her face lit up with surprise and gratitude. Thomas, she said, her voice trembling. What is this? It's a wreath, Thomas said, holding it out to her. We made it for you, to show you that you are not alone in your grief. Lady Isabella took the wreath, her eyes filling with tears. Thank you, she said, her voice barely above a whisper. Thank you so much. Thomas felt a surge of joy and relief. He had done something to help Lady Isabella, to ease her pain and show her that she was not alone. He knew that it was a small gesture, but he also knew that it was the right thing to do. As he walked away from Lady Isabella's chambers, Thomas felt a sense of peace. He knew that he still had much to learn, but he was on the right path. He was becoming the kind of knight that he had always dreamed of being, and he knew that he had the strength and the courage to face whatever challenges lay ahead. Chapter 8 Thomas sat in the castle library, surrounded by books and scrolls. He had been studying for hours, trying to learn as much as he could about the history of the kingdom. As he read, he couldn't help but feel a sense of awe. The kingdom had a rich and complex history, filled with tales of heroism and adventure. But as he read, he also noticed something troubling. Many of the stories were filled with violence and bloodshed. Knights fought against each other, kingdoms waged war, and innocent people suffered. Thomas felt a sense of sadness as he realized that this was the legacy of his people. He knew that he wanted to be a knight, but he also knew that he didn't want to perpetuate this cycle of violence and destruction. He closed his book and stood up, feeling a sense of determination. He knew that he had to find a way to break the cycle, to find a path of peace and compassion. As he walked through the castle halls, he saw Sir William approaching. Thomas felt a surge of relief. Chapter 9 Sir William approached Thomas, his expression serious. Thomas, I need to speak with you, he said. Thomas felt a sense of apprehension. He had never seen Sir William look so grave before. What is it, sir? he asked. Sir William took a deep breath. There are rumors of war, he said. The neighboring kingdom has been amassing troops along our border, and there are reports of skirmishes and raids. Thomas felt a surge of fear. He knew that war meant death and destruction, and he didn't want to be a part of it. What can we do? he asked. Sir William looked at him, his eyes filled with determination. We must prepare for battle, he said. But we must also do everything in our power to prevent it. We must seek out diplomatic solutions, and we must show our enemies that we are not to be underestimated. Thomas nodded, feeling a sense of relief. He knew that Sir William was a wise and experienced knight, and he trusted his judgment. What can I do to help? he asked. Sir William smiled. You can continue your training, he said. But you can also use your skills to help those in need. We must show our enemies that we are not just warriors, but also protectors of the innocent. Thomas nodded, 
feeling a sense of purpose. He knew that he had a duty to protect his people, and he was ready to fulfill that duty. Chapter 10 Thomas stood on the castle walls, looking out at the horizon. The sun was setting, casting a warm glow over the kingdom. It had been a long and difficult journey, but Thomas had finally become the kind of knight that he had always dreamed of being. He had faced his fears, learned from his mistakes, and grown into a wise and compassionate leader. The kingdom was at peace, thanks to the diplomatic efforts of Sir William and the other knights. Thomas had played his part, using his skills to help those in need and protect the innocent. Lady Isabella had become his closest friend and confidant, and Thomas had come to realize that his feelings for her were more than just admiration. He had finally found the courage to tell her how he felt, and she had responded with warmth and affection. As he stood on the castle walls, Thomas felt a sense of contentment. He knew that there would always be challenges and struggles, but he also knew that he had the strength and the courage to face them. He looked out at the kingdom, feeling a sense of pride. This was his home, and he would do everything in his power to protect it and make it a better place. As the sun set, Thomas turned and walked back into the castle. He knew that there was still much to be done, but he was ready for whatever lay ahead. He was a knight, and he was ready to face the future with courage, honor, and compassion. The End We hope you enjoyed this episode of our podcast. Stay connected with us by subscribing so you won't miss the next one. Your host, Amalia Dupre, and the team at this podcast will make you sleep, wishing you a night of peaceful sleep. Sweet dreams.